You're listening to the Reimagine Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinder, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. This week, I wanted to talk about something that is kind of near and dear to my heart, and it's something that I'm probably always harping on to others, and that is setting healthy boundaries. How do we balance social media use as busy business owners, or if you're not a business owner, just busy people, because we're all busy, right? And having those healthy boundaries with our social media, with our technology is super important. And we know, right, studies have shown that excessive social media use can negatively impact productivity, sleep patterns, and interpersonal relationships, all of which is horrible if you're a business owner, but just if you're an employee too, it's not great. Um, Excessive social media use can also increase levels of anxiety, depression, loneliness, low self-esteem in adults and in children. So this is nothing new. I'm sure we've all heard it. And We know too, though, that I love social media and I think it has great power to do great good in the world. But part of that comes or can only come if we set healthy boundaries for our social media. So I wanted to share with you some ideas for how we can set those healthy boundaries, how to go about that. And I'm also going to share with you how I do that, what I have implemented, what boundaries I have put in place standards I have set for myself so that while I own a business that is all about social media and social media management and strategies and marketing, I am hopefully most days not falling into the excessive social media use. So here goes, here are my tips and tricks. I hope they help. Number one, I think it's important to recognize the impact of social media overuse. Right, As business owners, as just people of the world, you know, you understand the power of social media in growing your brand, in connecting with people. We've all seen it in some way. However, it's crucial to acknowledge like the potential negative effects of excessive social media use. And excessive doesn't have to be 24 hours a day, 20 hours a day. Excessive for some people might just be two hours. Right. So it's not that there's like a certain amount of time and like, oh, now you're excessive. Oh, you're not excessive. No, it really depends on what else we have to be doing in our lives, where our focus is, what it's pulling us away from or what it's helping us like self-soothe away from. Right. So keeping this in mind, having notifications that are constantly popping up, scrolling through our feeds endlessly, responding to comments all the time, feeling like we need to check our emails a million times a day. All of those things take a significant amount of time and energy away from us. And that is time and energy that we cannot spend on our business, on our lives, on our relationships, etc. Right. So I think the first step in setting these healthy boundaries is really recognizing the impact of social media overuse. And I would say specifically, try and recognize your own patterns. When do you fall into this? So I will say for me, right? Like if I'm super sad or kind of like overwhelmed, those are the two moments in which I more easily can fall into social media overuse, right? I just recently had to surrender my little pet bunny rabbit because I just 
I'm traveling so much for work and now that I'm living on my own, I just cannot take care of him in the same way. And so I surrendered him to this lovely little uh, bunny shelter. But the next day I realized I was on social media a lot more than normal. And at the end of the day, I paused and I was like, what the heck happened today? And I realized like, I was just really sad that I'd given up the little furball um, and what all that meant. And I had decided to unconsciously, I had decided to self soothe through being on social media instead of pausing to check in on the emotions of being sad about losing the little bun bun. So that's number one, recognize the impact of social media overuse. Number two, I think define your social media goals. Before we dive into the world of social media, and I think this is true for anyone, business owner or not, it's essential to have clear goals and objectives. What the heck are we doing on these apps, on this specific app? What am I doing? Why am I here? What am I hoping to achieve? By identifying these goals, and by identifying these goals, we are will be better able to notice if we are overusing these apps, and we will be better able to show up on these apps when we do get on. Right. So if we are a business owner and we're like, okay, my goal is increasing brand awareness or generating leads or engaging with our customers, great. Then you want to get on to social media with that goal in mind and do exactly that and try and avoid veering off from the goal of the moment. This helps us and keeps us from aimlessly scrolling through platforms. This is what I always talk about. Are you an intentional user or a passive consumer? And very often we are passive consumers of social media where we just scroll and scroll and scroll. And instead, I want you to define your social media goals and be an intentional user. So every time you get on, you think, okay, I am on for this purpose and this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to use this app or this time on social media. So number two, define your goals. Number three, set specific time blocks. This for me as a business owner is one of my most effective just scheduling strategies in general, just time blocking out my day. And I do this for my social media use as well, right? I block off times in my day in which I'm going to get on to engage on social media or in which I'm going to create content on social media or in which I'm going to do market research on social media to learn more, to be able to aid my clients better as a social media manager. So but time blocking ourselves, and maybe if we are not good at looking at the, the clock and walking away, maybe that means setting an alarm, right? Setting up time limits on the phone itself so that once you hit that hour on Instagram, you're shut down. And yes, you can override it, absolutely. But it gives you that one extra like break in the system to kind of pull you out of the haze, the scrolling haze right, or the, the dopamine hits of social media to pull you out of that, to make you reassess, do I really want to be on here, and then to choose whether to stay on or not. So I'm a huge fan in setting up specific time blocks for your social media, designated periods for being on social media, and then, almost more importantly, but related, setting up designated periods to switch off all your things, right, to switch off um your phone and be like, I'm not using this anymore. Or I do not check emails after 5 p.m. until 8 a.m. the next morning. I do not look at 
social media right before bed, right? And like setting up those designated periods in which you kind of switch off and you do not use them. I'm always telling my employees this because we use Slack, which can be very notification heavy and can be very overwhelming when you're trying to do a lot of deep work. And so I'm always telling them like, turn your notifications off. Like you do not need to be getting notified if you're trying to do really deep work or if it's Friday night and you're out, or if it's Tuesday night and you're done with work, like you do not need to be getting that. So really setting those specific time blocks and making those things really clear. I think number four for the business owner, delegating social media tasks can actually be really helpful for you if that's something that is pulling you away from the business you need to be doing. Now, obviously I'm biased in this because I think hiring a social media manager or outsourcing your social media activities can really help alleviate a lot of the burden that comes with managing multiple platforms and trying to show up as a business owner on social media while you're also trying to build your business and grow and take care of your employees and your clients and all of that. So entrusting your social media to someone else can often help you be on there less and to focus more on your business. So I think that can be a really great way to kind of help set healthy boundaries. If you are not at the level where you can delegate social media tasks to an outside source, right? Um, It could be a matter of delegating certain tasks that maybe pull you away more significantly. So maybe you're really good. You like the engaging part. You like replying to comments and to direct messages, but the, the content creation part is really hard. Okay. Could you delegate that task to someone else? So you're on there a little bit less or vice versa. Maybe you love the content creation and you can delegate the engagement part to someone else so that you don't find yourself kind of stuck in the social media rabbit hole. So that's definitely something. And then number five, I think for setting healthy boundaries and balancing social media use as a busy business owner, I think is to prioritize self-care and your kind of mental well-being. And when it comes to social media and self-care, the two really don't go together that well. And I think often we think like, oh, like I'm just going to like relax on the couch and just scroll through social media. But in reality, that's not actually self-care. Why? Because it's not actually reviving yourself. It's not restoring you so that you're able to go back out and pour yourself out for others. It's actually further depleting you, right? It's getting these constant dopamine hits so that you're constantly looking for more. And it's actually depleting your, your mental energies, your physical energies, all of that. So to think, how am I prioritizing self-care? Meaning it needs to be without social media. And maybe that means, again, kind of with the idea of time blocks, but I personally have certain times in which I am no longer on my phone, no longer on my computer. And it's kind of like a hard and fast rule. It's very rare if I'm on my phone after, I'd say, 7 o'clock at night. Um only when it's absolutely necessary or I've got some big deadline coming up, am I going to be on there? But for the most part, I try and do non-social media related things in the evening. I try to give myself two hours or so before bed without being on any screens. I read a book. I do watercolor. I Maybe I'll watch TV, which is a little bit of a screen, but slightly different. But kind of prioritizing that well-being. Prioritizing sleep. I think that's a really important part of these boundaries, we know social media often pulls people away from sleep, right? Many people go to sleep looking at their phone and wake up and the first thing they do is look at their phone in the morning. So unhealthy for us, both in the evenings and in the mornings to be doing that. There's so many reasons why that's not great. So when we're working at prioritizing our self-care and our mental well-being, we will not be or we will work at not grabbing our phone first thing in the morning and not having it be the first thing that we or the last thing we look at at night before we go to bed. 
that can be really helpful, right? Prioritizing our self-care can mean getting out of the house. It can mean spending time with others. It can mean, honestly, it can mean deleting an app if we need to, right? Or, or doing an assessment and realizing, okay, my business actually doesn't need to be on here. And this is actually pulling me away from what I want to be doing, pulling me away from who I want to be serving. Or it's, it's hard for me, right? I am challenged in not a great way every time that I have to get on this app. So maybe I need to not be on here. That can also be a way of prioritizing our self-care and our mental well-being is, is being like that. So those are my top five, you know, tips, tricks for balancing social media use as a busy business owner. Recognize the impact of social media overuse. Define your social media goals. Set specific time blocks. Delegate social media tasks as needed or necessary possible. And lastly, prioritize self-care and mental well-being. And one thing I want to add to this, and it was, you know, um, came to mind again as Threads was just launched. And I guess the notifications that were coming in were crazy. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, my phone is blowing up with notifications. And it took me a moment to be like, wait, I don't, my phone isn't like what's going on. And I realized I just now automatically every single time I download a new app, I do not approve notifications. I just don't like, I don't need them. I don't want them. I don't need that little dopamine hit that then pulls me away from what I'm doing that distracts me from the task at hand. So I do not have them set up on my phone. And in fact, the only notifications that I have set up on my phone that I get are text messages and phone calls and Slack messages during working hours only. And that's it. I don't get it notified if there's a new Snapchat in the in my family Snapchat group. I don't get notified if I have new comments or DMs or anything on Instagram. I don't get notified. I, get, I literally don't get notified for anything. And I highly recommend that that is one of the boundaries that you set as a way to prioritize that self-care. But I'm telling you, it is a game changer. And it feels weird at first, but it is going to free up your mind in so many ways you will see you will have so much more mental clarity. You'll feel so much more focused on the tasks at hand if you are not just diving into those notifications and getting those dopamine hits every time they blow up your, your lock screen. So that's one of my main things, and I just wanted to fit it in there and talk about because I think it is so important, and I think we too often think, oh, I need that, and every app asks, let's be honest, right? And even some that I have, have never had notifications on – keep sending me reminders while I'm on the app to say like, oh, but it's so much better with notifications. No, it's not. My life is so much better without notifications for sure. So I hope that helps. Um, if you need any more suggestions or tips for how you can do some of these things, or if you need additional kind of resources for setting up healthy boundaries, please feel free to reach out. I would love to share more insights into kind of what I'm doing as a business owner, especially what I'm doing as a social media manager where social media is my life basically. Um, and how I am doing that. I'm happy to help. Feel free to email at hello at rosebudsocial.com or DM message us on Instagram at Rosebud Social. We love to connect and we'd love to share more tips with you. So I will talk to you next week.